Okay, so once again, the theme scripture for our study is Proverbs 31.10. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. And once again, for Calvary Chapel Lubbock, that is the title of our study this this these 10 weeks. And it's also the title for our women's ministry. It's far above rubies. And uh, the memory verse is, Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing. But a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. And that's Proverbs 31, 30. So let's go ahead and look at Proverbs 31. I hope that you're all there already. Hope it's all nice and and marked up in and everything in your Bible right now. Um, So starting in verse 1, it says, My son, what my son? And what of the son, son of my womb? And what son of my vows? Do not give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, nor for princes intoxicating drink, lest they drink and forget the law and prevent the justice of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to him who is perishing and wine to those who are bitter of heart. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. Open your mouth for the speechless, in the cause of all who are appointed to die. Who can find a virtuous wife, for her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ship. She brings her food from afar She also rises while it's yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it. From her profits, she plants a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hand to the distaff and her hand holds the spindle. She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household is clothed in scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates, and he sits among the elders in the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. Strength and honor are her clothing. She shall rejoice in time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household. She does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord She shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. So as we've looked through and kind of taken apart this this chapter these last 10 weeks, we've seen some things about this Proverbs 31 woman. And just like we read, remember the first thing that we saw is that she's trustworthy. It says that her husband safely trusts her. But in that study, remember we talked about how um, whether you're married or not, whether you're, you have children or not, this applies to, to every woman because 
although it says her husband safely trusts her, we want to be that woman that, that we can say our friends trust us and our employer trusts us and our siblings trust us and our parents trust us. So she's trustworthy. Um, she also works willingly with her hands. Um, she's not, nobody's making her. She's not, um, she's not doing it against her will. She works willingly with her hands. She provides food for her family and friends, and we talked about that and how, um, you know, this day and age, it's, it's kind of difficult to, with everything that we have to get done in a day to, to be also working about, you know, thinking about providing meals and how, you know, if God asks us to do that, he's going to give us what we need to do that. So um, she provides food for her family and friends. She gets up early. And how many of you get up early? Is that a hard thing to do? It's, it's one of those things where it's like, I get up early, but I don't like it. Um, she gets up early. She stays up late. And she takes care of her health. She brings money into the home. She works hard on her relationship with Jesus. She covers her family in the blood of Jesus. She instructs her children. And um, she feeds herself on the word of God. And we talked about that last week. And um, how many of you this week have, have been able to really just focus on that and just going, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this time and I'm going to feed on the word of God. It's, it's a real blessing when we do that. So um, this woman, we don't know. We don't know who she is, um, but we know what she is. We know that she is strong, trustworthy, giving, loving, industrious. She's accomplished. Um, this tonight, as we look at Proverbs 31.3, um, going back to that verse, it is, um, it, it's, again, it's the queen mother, and she's, and she's speaking to her son. And again, remember, this, this queen mother is believed to be Bathsheba, and the son that she's speaking to is believed to be Solomon, and or Lemuel is is another name for Solomon. And she is telling him, "Do not give your strength to women, or your ways to that which destroys kings." So she's she's talking to her son, and she's saying, "You know, be wise. Don't don't give your strength to women." Some uh, translations say strange women or evil women. Um, I'm using the New King James, but some of them say that. And um, and again, for me, this was a, a, a difficult study because um, I think at one time or another, as we look through this, I can look that and say, you know, I've been that woman, and um, it's it's been it's been really difficult. So um, this mother is teaching her son to be wise and to be honorable and to be trustworthy, and she's teaching him what to look for in a wife. And so we can also see. Um, with that, how she's teaching us how also how to be. Um, so the first exhortation here is she's telling him what not to look for. Okay, so she's saying in Proverbs 31.3, do not give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. So that's what not to look for. She says um, basically to, you know, either the strange woman or the evil woman. And she, because, the reason that she's saying this is because she knows that these women will waste your physical strength. They'll waste your vigor and your bodily powers. And as you think about this and turn it around for yourself, you can put in there for you, and because we're women, we can say, you know, we can take heed to that and say, don't give your strength to strange men, evil men, nor your ways to that which destroys. And right here it says kings, but I would say 
to that which destroys women who's worth are far above rubies. So don't give your, your strength to strange uh, men because they will, just like a strange woman will for a man, um, a strange, uh, a strange um, man will, will waste the physical strength of you, <laughs> of, of us women. Um, how many times have we learned that or seen that, if it's not in yourself, of friends, that um, where a man can come in to your life and really, um, you know, suck the life out of you, waste your strength, you know, um, take your will to live, you know, as again, as women and in the places where we are, you know, again, if it's not you, it might be a sister, uh, a friend. And um, so this, this mother here, again, going back to um, what she's telling her son, she's saying, don't waste your strength on this evil woman um, because she will she will take you down. And the point and what she wants to do is she wants to destroy this man. She wants to destroy his reputation, his health, and his accomplishments. And the objective here is absolute death. And remember, remember that evil that evil is the enemy. So this mother again, she's speaking here, she is believed to be Bathsheba. And if you know the story about David and Bathsheba, you know, she could be talking to her son about what she lived through with, with her, with David. You know, they, they suffered. Both David and Bathsheba suffered for, um, for the things that they did and for the things that, that she did. And her simple plea to her son is, how can you be successful if you are giving into your own lusts. She tells him kings are not to be given into the flesh. And w- the woman whose worth is far above rubies is not to be given into the flesh. So we're going to do some, some compare and contrast here. So we're going to just go through some of these scriptures. In Proverbs, there's um, one in Ecclesiastes. I'll go ahead and give them to you. You can write them down. Um, but we're going to compare the virtuous woman with the evil woman and just kind of see what the Lord says about each one, okay? So the first scripture we're going to look at is Proverbs 31, 11, and then also Proverbs 31, 23. So it says of the virtuous woman, it says the heart of her husband safely trusts her. That's in verse 11. And then verse 23 says her husband is known at the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. So that's the virtuous woman. That's uh, Proverbs 31.11 and 31.23. And then of the um, evil, foolish, or strange woman, whatever translation you have there, it's uh, Proverbs 7, verses 19 through 20. And And this is the woman speaking. She says, For my husband is not at home. He has gone on a long journey, and he has taken a bag of money with him. So both of these men were known at the gates, but for different reasons. They, these women were probably known for what they did. Again, we don't know this Proverbs 31 woman who she was, but we know what she did. And it's the same thing with this foolish woman. Um, they know what she did. So both of these husbands were known at the gates, but for different reasons. Um, the virtuous woman on Proverbs 31, 13, and 20 says she works willingly with her hands and she extends her hand to the poor. 
So that's uh, Proverbs 31, 13 and 20. She works willingly with her hands and she extends her hand to the poor. And then the evil is in Ecclesiastes 7, 26. Ecclesiastes 7, 26. And I find more bitter than death the woman whose heart is snares and nets, whose hands are fetters. And Ecclesiastes was... Um, believed to be written by Solomon. So he's kind of learned a little lesson here. He's saying, I find more bitter than death the woman whose heart is snares and nets and whose hands are fetters. Fetters, uh, what they do is they prevent something from moving. They cause immobility. Uh, Some translations say ropes and chains. So this, this verse says, I find more bitter than death the woman whose hearts are snares and nets and whose hands are fetters. So prevent, uh, prevent moving and cause immobility. And the definition for immorality is surrendering sexual purity, fornication, prostitution, pornography. And you know that immora- immorality captures you and it causes you to be spiritually immobile. Just like, just like this woman's heart in Ecclesiastes 7.26 says, um, I find more bitter than death because her hands are fettered, so prevents somebody from moving. And how sad is it to be caught in immorality and to be in that position where you are spiritually unable to move, spiritually immobile, but God Jesus came to break those chains, and he came to break the fetters and the ropes and the snares and to set the captives free. So we don't have to remain there. If you are there, if you've been there, if you know somebody that's there, Jesus. Jesus came to set the captives free. So then in Proverbs 31, 15, this is the virtuous woman. She rises while it's yet night and provides food for her household. Proverbs 7, 9, and 11, this is the evil or the strange woman. In the twilight in the evening, in the black and dark night, there a woman met him. She was loud and rebellious. So this is talking of the woman. She had been out in the courtyard of the temple, and they were both out at night. It's really interesting if you read that Proverbs um, chapter 7, it's talking about about this woman, and what's interesting about these two women here, um, one, the Proverbs 31 woman in verse 15, she rose, she rises while it's still night, and she does that to provide food for her household. Remember, she would go out to get the food and bring it back home. Um, the other one, she was out and she wasn't looking for food. What she was doing was she was offering the food that she had just offered to God in the temple. She was offering that to her lover, and that is just really the epitome of hypocrisy here because what would happen is when they would go and they would give a peace offering, they would um, the priest would take a portion of the peace offering that was offered to God, and he would give it back to that person um, so that they can eat. And so what she was doing is she was taking that food that the priest had just offered to God and given back to her, and she was offering that to her 
lovers. So it's really the epitome of hypocrisy. They were both out at night. Again, the Proverbs uh, 31 woman, she was looking for food for her family, but this evil woman was doing something very different. Um, Proverbs 31, 22 says she makes tapestry for herself and her clothing is fine linen and purple. That's in Proverbs 31, 22. And then on Proverbs 7, 16, the contrast to that is, I have spread my bed with tapestry, colored coverings of Egyptian linen. So in these two verses, we see tapestry. So tapestry was used in palaces. It was used in the temple. And it was also used in these two households. Um, But it was used for two very different things. The tapestry in itself wasn't evil, but what it was used for was evil. Um, one was used, one, used, one of these women, the Proverbs 31 woman, she used the tapestry to make money for her family and to make her home beautiful. And then the other used it for evil. And I think it's a lesson that we can all learn that things in, in and of themselves are not evil, but how we use them can be evil. Things in and of themselves are not good, but how we use them can be good. So, um, for example, phones, internet, um, TV, social media, um, that's not necessarily evil, but it definitely can be used for evil. Um, But then again, it can also be used for good. So um, we see that that contrast there with the tapestry. One was was making um, things beautiful and making money for her family, and the other was using it for evil. Um, uh, the next one is Proverbs 31:26. It says, she opens her mouth with wisdom. I love that. I want to be that woman that opens my mouth with wisdom. Um, so that's t- uh, verse 26 in Proverbs 31. And then uh, the contra- contrast is uh, Proverbs 6:24. It's Proverbs 6:24 from the flattering tongue of the, sedu- of the seductress. So, One woman opens her mouth and there's words of wisdom and the other has a flattering tongue that is used for seduction. Proverbs 31, 27, she watches over the ways of her household. And Proverbs 7, 11, um, this is the evil. She was loud and rebellious. Her feet would not stay home. At times she was outside, at times she was in the open square, lurking at every corner. That's Proverbs 7, 11. And, and again, this is just talking about that, that same woman, that she was loud and rebellious and her feet would not stay home. At times she was outside, at times she was in the open square, lurking at every corner. So the virtuous woman, the woman whose worth is far above rubies, she watches over the ways of her household. Um, and on and the other, she can't stay home. Um, it says that she she would not stay home. Um, the the virtuous woman knows what's going on in her household. She knows what's going on with her children. She's instructing her children. She's taking care of them. She's taking care of her her husband. She's taking care of um, the the things of the household. But uh, the other, um, her home was in chaos because she was not home. Um, the virtuous woman. It's uh, she makes sure and covers her blood with uh, or covers her family with the blood of Jesus. Remember, we learned that when we when we learned about um, that she covers her family in scarlet. 
And the, the evil woman, she has nothing to give her family because she has nothing. She's, she has nothing to give, so she can't give. And um, the virtuous woman, she feeds, she feeds herself with the word of God, and so she's satisfied. This, this um, evil woman, she's not satisfied. So she, it says that sometimes she's outside, sometimes she's in the open square, she can't stay home. She's lurking at every corner. So she's, she's not satisfied. So the word of God shows us here the difference between the foolish and the wise woman. And we see how this queen mother was warning her son to stay away from that woman because, because she knew that um, it, would, it, it would do him in. It's not for kings, she said, to, you know, to give yourself to, to this ways of this woman. She tells him not to give his strength to this evil woman because she's basically she's going to suck the life out of you. And um, we can learn from her what not to be. And we can also learn from her what we want to be. We want to be the wise woman. We want to be the virtuous woman. The far above Ruby's woman is not to be given to the things of the flesh, just like, just like kings, just like the kings here. And again, just like we talked about in the beginning of the study, um, we have influence. We have a lot of influence in our families and in our in our jobs in this church and we want to be able to use that influence for good and not for evil we want to we want to be able to open our mouths and have um, wisdom come come out come flowing out of our mouths and not not the things that are evil um, let's go ahead and turn real quick to Romans 5:10 Romans 5:10 we're going to do 5, 10, and 11. So it says in Romans 5, 10, For if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of his Son, much more having been reconciled, we shall have been saved by his life. And not only that, but also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we now have Oh, from whom we now have been redeemed. And so it's, it's amazing. I love this, that as, as, um, as women, I'm, I'm sorry, whom we have been reconciled, the, as women that are, are worth as far above rubies, you know, looking back at all the studies that we've done, you know, looking at this verse in Romans, it says that, that if, then, when we were enemies of God, God reckons that we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. And again, what God did while we were still enemies, imagine, imagine what he would not do or what he would do for, for us now that we are his daughters. It says, and not only that, but also we, we also rejoice. And we can rejoice that, that we are not to continue living in that in that way of the evil woman, that we don't have to. We don't have to do those things. We don't have to be that person. And again, um, and, and this, in this entire study of Proverbs 31, it's been just full of, of things that we can see and, and the lessons that we've learned of how, how we are to, to be. And again, there's a scripture that tells us that if God... 
If God asks us to do it, he is the one that does it. We don't do it. Again, we have that influence in our life and how and in the people in our lives and how beautiful it is when we use our influence for good and not for evil. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your word, Lord, and for your instruction that that we find in this chapter, Lord, that um that as women we can be we can be either and Lord, that because you loved us and because even though we were enemies, you reconciled us to you, Lord. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for your word. Thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for, um, for doing it in us. That there, We don't even have to do it, Lord. You do it in us. Lord, we, um, we praise you and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen.